This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. And now we have a treat for sports fans everywhere. It's really important that professional athletes learn what uh, to say and how to deliver their message. You've got a great first half. Make sure you keep the ball doing the work. We're still looking to get it in the wide areas. First of all, it's the correct stadium design, but also the correct pitch construction. And that clash, that rivalry comes together with that traditional white blocked against that more modern, contemporary neon color. All these events live on the program. We'll continue to do our best to cover sport in the way that you like, backed up by our highly professional team. Grandstand starts now on BFM 89.9. Hello there. Welcome to a brand new show on Evening Edition. I'm Ross. Some of you may remember me from radio programs such as Frank Friday's Football and Life's a Pitch. You know, I've always wanted to say that. And now I have. Welcome to Grandstand. This is a show that will give you an insight into sports. A view of sports from different angles. As if you were sat in a grandstand. Now, over the course of the next few weeks, I will be looking to chat to the people behind the sports. Not necessarily always the sportsmen. So, for, for example, I'll be looking to, to talk to the father of a world champion. Wouldn't you like to know what he thinks, how he thinks? I'll also be talking to sports reporters, sports commentators, sports presenters. You get the idea. We might even talk to the odd sportsmen. They have to be odd. Incidentally, if you have a good subject for me, you think there's someone I should be talking to, you can find me on Twitter, Ross Yusof on Twitter. You can also get in touch via Facebook. We have a page, Football on BFM is the page. Drop us a line there. Do give the page a like as well, if you haven't already. On with the show for our very first show in this series, then. We will be taking a very close look at the football referee. Refereeing at the very highest level in the Premier League is very much professional. Yeah, it's a full-time occupation for the guys who take charge of those games, uh, and rightly so, because the games are so demanding. They're, they're getting quicker season in and season out, and uh, the demands placed upon the match officials to be in the right place at the right time to make the right call. Calls which can affect the outcome of a game, can affect the position in the league, can affect relegation, can affect you know Champions League places. With that comes huge rewards. Those demands are high, the pressures are high, a lot of scrutiny on what we do. So so I think it's right and proper that, that referees are professional. Top English referee Howard Webb talking about the demands placed on today's professional referee. This week we are talking to Nago Amir Noor Muhammad. Now, if his name sounds familiar to you, it is because he is Malaysia's most recognisable referee. He's often seen officiating MSL matches and he often represents Malaysia as a FIFA-appointed referee in international competitions. I managed to catch up with referee Nagor at his workplace a few weeks ago to chat about the challenges of refereeing in the MSL today. And the first question I put to him was quite an obvious one really. Why be a referee? Why not be a coach, a player? Why be a referee? Okay, for to start to start with, uh, I started refereeing on my early age. I started refereeing when I was 17 years old during my school years. All right. So, what, what 
What, sorry, what, what possessed you? I mean, is it your character that makes you want to be... Actually, frankly, to talk about... I, actually, I don't know about anything about refereeing. When I, I, I was in school at that time, uh, I was one of the... One of the what we call these... Uh, involved in the uh, school activities. Mm-hmm. So then... On that during particular time, FAM do collaboration with uh, Education Ministry, Ministry of Education to conduct a young talent referee course. So at that particular time, I was thinking referee, what is it? So just the curiosity to know about the refereeing bring me to the referee world. Okay, tell us about your first game after you've become an official referee. How nervous were you? Did the players know it was your first game? To say nervous, no, because it was excite- excitement. Because the first thing I do when I was uh, I was I come came back from the course when I was seventeen, my school teacher just called me. Hey, you just came back from ref- refereeing course. I want you to officiate a match. Just like that. So your family mm-hmm. gave you full backing in 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 this adventure to be a referee that was a very vital to me because of that i was i was still refereeing until now because without them without them without, without their support without their full encouragement i i won't think the refereeing career can last until now and inshallah moving forward absolutely absolutely okay tell us what it takes to be an msl referee today um, obviously you need to be fit you know the rules what what else they call it 3F, fit, fair, firm, and 3D, dedicated, determined, and disciplined. So for the, to, be, to be the MSL referee at that current stages, you need to be well-versed on laws of the game. You need to understanding the foot, understanding football, understanding the team tactics, understanding the player's character, understanding the, the what we call this, uh, either it was a league or uh, what we call this. Uh, what competition you're in? Yes, what competition? Yeah, yeah. Either. Either it is a league match mm. or a final match or something like that. You, so you mentioned that you referee differently if it's a league match, if it's a cup final, or if it's an international match. It's not to say that officiate differently. Is the team will approach the match differently. So we have to we have to officiate the match according to what the team approach on that particular match. So that's why I say you have to understand the character, the philosophy of the team on that particular match. Philosophy of the coach. Either he apply tiki-taka, either he apply long passes, either he, he apply counter-attack. So by, by knowing this information prior to the match, it will give you some, some preparation how you how the player will take the match and how you could manage the player and the match to be a success okay i understood all right you you're familiar obviously as the years go on you become more familiar with mm-hmm. with all the players say you're doing an afc cup match now mm-hmm. you don't know any of the teams mm-hmm. apart from what you've researched mm-hmm. on google mm-hmm. you don't know the coaches mm-hmm. You go into the match, mm-hmm. there's a rough tackle. Mm-hmm. 
What do you do? How much chance do you give? Do you lay down the law immediately? That is what been been taught to us. That means you cannot you cannot differentiate or what we call the distinguish a match to another match or because of this is a good team or we have to be very careful this is a bad team no we analyze the situation there and then so we punish the situation according to the degree of foul well it stands to reason doesn't it if you go in two footed for a challenge with your studs showing that's a straight red it is also a straight red if you are Joey Barton MSL referee Nago Amir Nor Mohammed. If you follow local football, you will definitely recognize referee Nago. You know, if you are a full-time or a part-time ref at present, um, the World Wide Web has some very useful information for you. Go and check out usyouthsoccer.org. Some great notes there. For example, did you know that you should always carry two whistles? Two pencils with you onto the pitch, because you never know. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that, definitely. Um, great advice. Um, also, some great advice for new referees can be found at thefa.com. That's T-H-E-F-A dot com. Uh, refereeing from an English perspective, who I say. Speaking of England, um, let's go to our first break, and we are returning top English referee Howard Webb. Here he is talking about the abuse referees get in the modern game. See you in a bit. I think the way that football referees are, are treated in, in, in our sport is, is a cultural thing. I think uh, over a period of time you know, the, uh, the, the, the game has, has, has accepted an, an element of questioning of, of refereeing decisions I guess and uh, with that comes an element of dissent sometimes but you know, I think the, the situation is better now than it was several years ago. In my experience, the relationship on the field of play is better than it was uh, maybe 10 years ago. And you know, we've had to work hard to try to make people aware of the importance of, of not only treating match officials in the right way, but as a knock-on effect, treating the game in the right way. So it's a game that brings us an awful lot of pleasure. More Grandstand coming right up on BFM 89.9. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9 A view of sports from every angle. This is Grandstand. And we are back. Yes, welcome back to the first of a series of shows that you will be able to hear this time on Evening Edition every week. Our intention on Grandstand is to take a look at sports from a different angle. This week, we turn the focus on football referees and we are chatting to Malaysia's number one football match official, Nago Amir Nor Mohammed. I managed to catch up with referee Nago at his workplace a few weeks ago and we got to chatting about how a referee relaxes in his downtime. He surely doesn't watch more football, does he? We watch the football in terms of learning the team tactics learning the team tactics in terms of how other referees approach the match, how the player approach to the management of the referee. But what, what is the learning point that we can take from the referee 
who officiate the match. I see. I, so, but this is off your own back. You're yeah. doing this when you're watching, say, EPL mm -hmm. at the weekend. Mm -hmm. you, you, you obviously you watch referees' habits other than the game and all that. Does it take your enjoyment away from football, for example? When you say about refereeing, when he, to say when I meet I meet a lot of ex referees, yeah. which is already retired and so on, but. When you already become when when you already a referee, you always a referee. You won't you you the enjoyment of the game is just a part of of the of the match. But you will more focus on the referee itself, how he handled the match, how he approached the match, how he managed the situation. That is the referee. Okay. Does your career? creep into everyday life do you see drivers on the old clang road for example mm -hmm. drive so badly you want to pull a red card out and just send them off uh that is that is you have to build your own cosine uh what we call this uh inner inner strength because you cannot bring what inside the field outside even even the player is all inside the field sometimes sometimes the player come and yell at us but outside the field you can be a very good friend with the player is how is that is sometimes they also because football is an emotion absolutely it's an emotion sometimes they also has have emotion to to express the emotion so the referee also is a human they also have an emotion but outside the field is a different story yeah what stays on the field yeah what happens on the field stays on the field exactly yeah okay um so, apart from uh, re refereeing, you, you find you judge things? Do, do your kids go, Dad's really judgmental about things. He's always telling us no. And when, are you like that with your children? Every, every father is like that. <laughs> every father is like that. But anyhow, anyhow yes, with the, with, the, with the current information technology available, we, we, can, we, we have a lot of, lot of knowledge, a lot of... Uh, uh, what we call uh, information that we can about parenting, about sports, about psychology, about whatever, whatever you want to know is just is on your on your they call it in 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 the in your fingertips. So yeah. it does it doesn't seems that in the field I'm very strict. It should be strict as the same as what I'm in the field. Yes. No, it's totally totally you have to differentiate. In the field and out of the field, but, but pe people but, have an image, don't they? Yeah, exactly. The character, character is the same. Absolutely, character Absolutely. is the same, but the approach different. So you show a player a red card. Mm. What's do, do they plead with you? Do they go, referee, please? I had a really bad night last night. I couldn't sleep. Do, do they say things to you to try and make you change your mind? What you say just now is a very pleasant way, but <laughs> actually. Actually, it won't happen like that. <laughs> I understand. There's a lot more swearing, <laughs> but <laughs> but they, they do. They plead with you. Some of the players, yes, they do. They do come and talk to ref. Hey, I'm sorry, but damage already done. Right, damage already done because like red card is a very serious offense. Even the referee, even the referee. You ask any referee, they want they want the football is about emotion. Football also is about enjoyment, enjoyment of the spectator. So entertainment. So when you remove a player, so the level of entertainment will decrease. So you're saying it's in the referee's interest to make it 11 versus 11 as long as possible. 
as long as the player are player are playing according to the laws of the game as long as the player are willing to entertain the spectators according to the law of the game for referee that is the most interesting match but we also have to abide with the law of the game yeah so otherwise otherwise because why i i, I find it very simple why is the life is very interesting because there is a rules if without the rules anything can happen Absolutely. anywhere Absolutely. so same applies to the football yeah it needs governing yeah is 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 like that so because of there is a law of the game to make both play both team entertain the spectator in in the in the way of uh observe according according to the law of the game so it makes the it makes the football it makes the sport fair and entertaining absolutely absolutely so on a normal match day mm-hmm. do you have daily rituals do you get up at a certain time do you eat a certain breakfast do you do you have your ritual for a match day for the match day approach yes we do have uh, as as as, as uh, what we call this there is some some routines that we have to take like liquid like food we have to we have to what we call this uh, observe what we are we are consuming not to my sugar on the match day or day before so that you won't feel very heavy so this is all now according to the sport science this this information been fit to us by fifa development uh, where we have we in fm we have fifa physical instructor we have fifa technical instructor which will foresee our our information or knowledge or will guide us uh from time to time so that we approach the match in the best in our best condition referee nago amir nor mohammed he is probably no he is definitely the country's best known referee so we do know that referee nago is fit we do know that he has all the credentials required to be a fifa appointed referee but what do the players think about him well surprisingly many of my football playing friends do not want to go on record saying anything about referee Nago and that is quite understandable but i did find someone willing to talk about referee Nago we go to the phones and we go to Stanley Bernard ex player current pundit i started by asking Stan how many matches Nago has officiated that he's played in um i really can't remember the number it must be about Eight, nine, somewhere around ten. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, how how many times did he book you in that? Um, at least twice. Okay, <laughs> the one that I remember. So Usually. what? Well, okay. So what's what's your experience of him? He's obviously Malaysia's most well-known referee. Um, do you think? First of all, speaking as a player, uh, was he fair to you? Did he talk you through stuff and all that? Uh, firstly, I mean, um, I, I'm going to go to the positives first before I hit the negatives. Um, the reason why he's one of the best currently in the country, I've watched him. Uh, I'm, I'm doing the Champions League coverage uh, in the Asian Champions League. I mean, so he's he's been the referee and he's worked really hard because I've seen him training. I used to play for Kuala Lumpur. I used to watch him train in Kelafe. It's fit. Um, he gets to the right places in the pitch. I would say that his positioning is right. 
Um, and he's always he's always been that one of those referees you know that you know takes it really seriously. He wants to up his game. That's good. But um, for the games that I think there's more to it than just being fit and being committed. Um, being honest is important. He's, he's genuine. I would give him that. Um, a guy who's worked really hard. But the point that at times some of his decisions is really not coming from a side that I've said it in commentary quite a few times. I wish sometimes the referees actually had their own football league instead of just their training module, had their own football league. Then you run through the same emotions while you're playing. Do you, you, you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. So when they play their own football league, they, they, they do have their own emotions. So I'm just coming to Nagor. I just think, just think sometimes whatever I say uh, about referees, it's just a point of, of perception from a footballer. If you were a footballer in that situation, would you have booked that player? So a referee comes from, of course, they would say, we are, we're not supposed to come from a footballer's point of view. We're accepting the rules here. Yeah. But that's where I think it, it sometimes spoils the game. Okay. Okay. Do do you do you accept that uh, it's a difficult role? It's um, well, it's it's not a job many kids grow up wanting to do, is it? Uh, not really. Um, I'm I'm really surprised that uh, one of my friends, who's a former footballer, uh, Razan Jotwi, actually a former summer player as well, has become a Malaysian uh, football referee. I think he was uh, uh, officiating the. Uh, he gave one of the weekends on, on the weekend, so he's already made it to uh, referee accepting Super League. So it's a job not many ones. I would agree with that. It's not an easy job. You've got to respect it's a really tough job. But still, I mean, if you're choosing that part, then you want to do it at the best of your ability. And I think Nagor does try to do it at his best of ability. But sometimes it's just the fact that uh, decisions that he makes, um, you just don't get it. And like similar, like a few of the referees have mentioned in the past, and even I've spoken to some match commissioners. Um, even they themselves say, of course, the reason why they, they can't come out and say about the referees being suspended is because they want to protect the referees in terms of the fact when they get back on the field. But it's a lot being done. Um, match commissioners have come out to me and say referees have been suspended for at least uh, uh, six months from officiating the Super League. And then when they do bad in the Premier League, they go down to the FAM Cup. Mm-hmm. So there's that, that, things that's going on behind the scenes that they're doing really well especially under the new uh, uh, governing body of uh, Tunku Makuta Joe as the president of FAF. But still, I still believe referees have to have a common point of view of, uh, I'm not saying about violent conduct, I mean, the things that are straight red, you know, things that are blatant yellow cards. But it's more about when when a player becomes emotional and, and referees give them a red card. And that's where I think, you know, a player's point of view comes in. If you were a former player, would you have given that card? Yeah. Because you see where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when there's no violent card, there's no intent to, to hurt a player, and still there's red card given. We've seen some dubious referee decisions over the past years. Yep, we certainly have. Hey, I tell you what, thank you so much for your input. That's brilliant stuff. Uh, a point of view of a player and a pundit. So overall then, you, you'd say Ref Nagor is well worth the number one position in our country. He is the best ref. He's the most well-known ref. Well, you look, there you look around, you look around um, most of the games he's officiated. He's come a long way. I mean, that's the first thing I was supposed to say. He's come a long way. I think he officiated a lot of my games in 2009. I think then he was young. Um, I think one of the parts that he improved uh, vastly was the part that it was very hard to speak to him. Even, even myself remembering when you go up and speak to him, he doesn't have that little room where he wants to hear you out. 
he's just going to say, if you speak more, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> and now I do realize he actually gives that little room to players to, to explain themselves and say, okay, I'm listening to you. Okay, but this is my point of view. But if you do it again, I'm going to cut you. So it's just really nice to see him improving on that side. Uh, always a big fan of referees who actually gives players to just let out their emotions at that point or, or understand where he's coming from before laying out why are you giving him a card or why are you giving him a warning or even a red card. So I think that's where I think Nago has come a long way. Previously, he didn't do that. Stanley Bernard, ex-player, current pundit and someone who has played under the refereeing of uh, referee Nago many, many times. Right, we're off to a break. When we come back, we're going to find out how referee Nago actually keeps himself fit during the off-season. Do stick with us. This is Grandstand on BFN 89.9. Building fit Malaysians. BFM 89.9. Sit back, talk sports and play ball. This is Grandstand. Yes, here we are. Welcome back to our very first show. We are very proud. We are extremely proud to be part of Evening Edition's look at sports from a different perspective. Now, before we hear from referee Nagor again, we're going to go back to the phones to let ex-player Stanley Bernard have his last say on referee Nagor. There, you look around, you look around... Um most of the games he's officiated. He's come a long way. I mean, that's the first thing I was supposed to say. He's come a long way. I think he officiated a lot of my games in 2009. I think then he was young. Um, I think one of the parts that he improved uh, vastly was the part that it was very hard to speak to him. Even him, myself, remembering when you go up and speak to him, he doesn't have that little room where he wants to hear you out. He's just going to say, if you speak more, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> and now I do realize he actually gives that little room to players to, to explain themselves and say, okay, I'm listening to you. Okay, but this is my point of view. But if you do it again, I'm going to cut you. So it's just really nice to see him improving on that side. Uh, always a big fan of referees who actually gives players to just let out their emotions at that point or, or understand where he's coming from before laying out why are you giving him a card or why are you giving him a warning or even a red card. So I think that's where I think Nagur has come a long way. Previously, he didn't do that. Ex-player Stanley Bernard, currently a very, very hard-working and very well-known football pundit. Now, if I'm getting Stan correctly, I think Stan is saying that referee Nago is a little bit more human now. Hmm, I don't know. Let's return to our chat with referee Nago Amir Noor Mohammed. I managed to catch up with referee Nago during the mid-season MSL break and we asked him about keeping fit during the off season i don't i don't I, I cannot call it off season because for referee there is no off season like football because uh, football player because football player yes maybe they are uh, for 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 the league yes uh, or for the national national league they have the league but for like for referees yes maybe during the off season we have uh, inter uh, uh, what we call this regional tournament okay. going on so okay. That's why there is a say the referee have to be always maintain the fitness. When, when you do things like that, like what you've just described, like mm. regional tournaments, mm-hmm. does it feel to you it's less of a game? Is there less enjoyment when you're doing a smaller game? What I can tell you is that the, the lower level game or regional tournament is your practice 
for the opposition and movement because there won't be much challenge regarding the like yes uh, like what we call this they there will be more physical contact yeah. in the regional tournaments but for for less verbal less verbal or less harassment but with but it come also with a huge responsibilities for you to take the thing seriously not to take for granted because every match have their own difficulties regional under age have their have their own difficulties yeah. even even yeah. for uh, primary school games yeah. the difficulties not come from the player but from the parents from the <laughs> teachers yes you, we we couldn't we couldn't exclude that yeah we i couldn't exclude i can that. understand i cannot it's all different kinds of headaches okay so uh, a young boy or mm-hmm. a young girl listening to this today mm-hmm. wants to be a referee yes what should they do how do they go about it football is consists of administration player coaches and referee so there are I can I can I can I can mention this four right in coaches what I mean coaches by fitness and yeah. technical coaches yeah. right so there are four field you can go for players you can go for as a player if you can go as a referee you can go as a coach, coach. or you can go as a administration administration to be a referee you need to be well versed in law of the game you have to you have to have the patience to be to be a leader inside the field of play because but how do you start how how does how does one start to become a referee where do, where does one go do do we have to take a course first of all yes to start to start a referee in every every state in uh, every state football association there is called the uh, HOD or uh, head of department of refereeing development officer RDO referee development officer in every state so you can approach the referee development officer in every state mentioning that you are interested to become a referee from there the referee development officer in every state will guide you how to progress until to become an international or to be to be in the top level or in the world level so first step is you need to consult with this RDO in the state level then they will they will propose you for the courses they call it uh, in malaysia we call it uh, level 3 uh, referee so from there you will you will do matches in the state level in the school tournament so from there you will get gain more experience and you will sit for the national level exam and how long is this course that you're describing now okay first when you when you pass the uh, level 3 or a level 3 referee referees uh, certification then you have to active in the state level so when you progress one year two year three year then you can progress to the national level of examination in national we have category like c b a and international a including international so when you pass the examination you will you will include it in c so examination that it consists of two one is written examination which is law of the game and physical fitness ex- uh, test which is consists of uh, high intensity uh, test which is running 75 meter for in 15 second and recovery 25 meter in 
20 second continuously for 40 times. Wow. <laughs> okay, so it's it's quite yeah regimental. Huh? Yeah. That is that is the minimum. Maximum is 48. Okay. Mm. So off the top of your head now, you you've been refereeing for how long? Do you think? I think 15, 20. Yeah. More 15 many, years. Yeah. How many games do you think you've you've refereed? I think more than hundred. <laughs> oh, definitely more than hundred. I would say five, six hundred, maybe. Uh, Do you know how many players you sent off? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't play the record because, like, like, like a judge in in court, uh, when you ever, when you ever, when you ever uh, sentence a death sentence, you will, he will broke the pen because they don't want to write the 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 death sentence anymore. Do you remember your first red card? I remember my first record in uh, in the regional tournament, uh, KLFA League. I sent off a very prominent player for uh, denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity. And later, after the match, he come and he come and approach me in a very aggressive manner. Yeah, he come and aggr- uh, he come and approach me. And this at regional level. It, this is in a regional level. But anyhow, uh, my colleague at the time. Could talk to him because I was I was at the time was very young I was eighteen years old. Wow! Uh, so he was he he confront he confront the player and the player could accept and because it's because it, it is a it is a it is a do or die game for them. If a do or die game for them, so he knew the consequences. He knew the consequences. The, the team lost due to that. Mm. Then that's why he came to see yeah. you. Okay. Well, um, being. Uh, a referee, uh, you've risen to the top. You're Malaysia's top referee. So you represent Malaysia in in FIFA tournaments. Mm-hmm. How different is that to be flown in, in into strange countries, exotic countries? You, did you enjoy all that? It comes enjoyment, one thing, but it comes with huge responsibility as well. Because as an ambassador of Malaysia, as an ambassador for uh, FAM. We carry we carry the national flag as well. Even though we are not athlete, but as an official in a football referee, they forgot that we also bring the pride of the country. There are I can I can name like uh, the late Captain Halim, uh, our Mat Lazim, uh, Mat Lazim and Subkidin. These are all bring a very very. What we call uh, pride to the country by being repre- represent in the World Cup, which is our team, our football team, not yet been there, but we are trying to be yeah. there. But refereeing already be there for on three occasions, and we have woman referee, yeah. which is already already to to the three World Cups, three World Cups, yeah. yes, three or two World Cups, something like that. So. We have prominent. We have we continuously developing a referee to be in the in the uh, world stage. So, like what I say, enjoyment. Yes, is 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 enjoy. But at the same time, is carry with the huge responsibility that you bring the pride of the country yeah but it's taking you to to parts of the world that you haven't seen or you wouldn't go to normally mm-hmm. and stuff like that right um uh, uh, yeah uh, great great um so how do you relax at night do you 
do you go to the movies? Do you cook? Do you, do you do gardening? Tell me you do stuff away from football. Stuff away from football, I do like uh, cycling. Yeah, I do go for movie with my kids, with my, with my family. I do go for movies. Uh, I do uh, long holidays with my, with my families. So that's, that's how I... But uh, what we call long holiday is not that, that very long because uh, we have a routine, routine to, to follow. But the longest, I think, is one week. <laughs> understood. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, longer, understood. the longer is one week. But uh, as I mentioned before, Family support is very vital Absolutely. in an athlete or refereeing career. It's very vital. Yeah. That was referee Nago Amir No Muhammad, Malaysia's number one uh, football match official. So, do you think then, after listening to all that and you know watching loads of football, do you think you can be a referee? Well, check this out. The U.S. Soccer Federation requirements states that you must be able to do a 50-yard dash in nine seconds if you are under 45 years old. It's nine and a half seconds if you're over 45, and they expect you to do 200 meters in 40 seconds. Yeah, just twice as slow as Usain Bolt. And a bit. Could you do it, though? Really? I think you've got to be a... Physically fit and uh, mentally sound, and yeah, you got to have a special kind of mentality to to want to be a referee. Personally, uh, I, I I have tried being a referee. I think I, I did an under sevens game, maybe about five six years ago. And what I do remember from it is that I failed to check my watch halfway through the match. I realised that I never looked at my watch once. You're just too busy with the whistle in your mouth trying to keep up with the game, you know? So, many things for a referee to think about. Hey, if you seriously think that refereeing could be a career for you, then your first port of call has got to be your local sports association. Uh, get in touch with the relevant people. There are many courses and tests along the way. Expect that. Um... And good luck. If you think that's what you want to do, you know, many referees have, have been to many wonderful parts of the world refereeing a beautiful game. And why not you do it? Good luck if you're thinking of embarking upon, upon a, a refereeing career. And you know what? I hope you do think a little bit more now before you shout stuff at match officials at a game. Unless, of course, you're shouting nice stuff, then carry on. If you've missed any part of today's show, you can download the show at bfm.my.my. This has been the first in a series of shows that you will be able to listen to as part of Evening Edition. Grandstand is all about giving you the best view in sports from every angle. We try and cover it for you. You know, next week, join me because I will be talking to a sports commentator. Those guys like to talk a lot, I tell you. Before I go, though, I would just like to say a big thank you to referee Nako Amir Noor Mohammed, and, of course, also thank you to Stanley Bernard for his insights. Uh, do catch us then next week, same time, same place. Thanks for listening. Bye now. Tune in next week for more Grandstand on BFM 89.9.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.